Oh, and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're having a great day today. And you know, it is my privilege and honor to come to you around the world every day to tell you about the love of Jesus. I actually preach the gospel of Jesus, Yeshua the Christ. Some people don't realize that because I teach so much stuff in the up here, meaning on the other side of the veil. But there's none of that is, um, it means anything without you stepping into the beginning of the gospel, which the gospel is the completeness of Jesus. It's not just the death, burial, and resurrection, though the death, burial, and resurrection is complete in itself, if that makes sense to you. It is complete salvation. It is finished on the cross. It is his grace shed abroad that all men may know the Father once again, be reinstated into their rightful state in the heavenly realm for eternity is the beginning of the gospel, but that's not the completed gospel. I've had people ask me so many times, man, we need to go back and preach Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I remember we were getting ready to go do a conference a few years ago, and um, these people wanted to cancel that location because... Somebody said something and some prophet said something. I don't want to go into the deep details of it. Um, but they were like, man, we need to preach Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. All we're talking about is yod Vahe and going on the other side of the realm and, you know, basically the attributes of the kingdom of God. And my God, where did we miss that? It, it, is it not known that it's only by the grace of Yahweh that I become who I am, that I may go walk with Yahweh? It's his grace through salvation of Yeshua, being seated in Christ Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, born again, John 3, 16, 17, coming alive in your life, that you are able to go into the facets of the kingdom of God and become all that Yahweh has for you. For by grace you were saved, at least any man boasts, but no, 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 not I, not me, my, my flesh, but by Jesus Christ, by Yeshua, I have received the glorious light of the Lamb of God that now allows me to step into the fullness. See, the, the, the Bible talks we see in part and hear in part, and we grow from, you know, more knowledge to more knowledge, from here little and there little, moving forward. Well, you have to step into Jesus, Yeshua. You step into him. Right? That's how we get born again. We ask Jesus to come in our heart, repent of our sins. And we do the transformation where our spirit man was dormant under the law of sin and death. And now our spirit man becomes alive under the law of liberty and life in the love of Yahweh, the love of Yeshua, the love of the Holy Ghost becomes our all in all. And now we are born again, born from above reinstated in the Zion, our rightful place. Our name is in the Lamb's Book of Life and its frequency and through the heavens of who we are and the greatness of the yod heh vah who we are sitting in the yod heh shen vah who we are sitting in Urak Kadesh, who we are sitting in Yeshua's blood-covered mercy seat that I go sit in on the throne of Yahweh next to Yeshua, inside of Yeshua, filled with the Holy Spirit, sealed by the seven spirits of God, speaking unto the earth, the wisdom and the mind and the might of Yahweh, and therefore I am in grace. See, that's being in grace. Grace is not just the completions of your sins 
forgiven, though they encompass that. Grace is the fullness that I can be reinstated to who I am as a spirit being, where I came from, out of the heavenly places, before I was born in my mother's womb, where I came from, I am reinstated to that moment. I'm not reinstated into a cardinal flesh being, though I do live in my flesh, I have to put up with this thing, but I love this flesh. So I even said that wrong. That's old age thinking I have to put up with it. I don't have to put up with it. I love my flesh because he stands in awe of Elohim that I serve that's inside of me. I love my body because it stands in awe of Elohim, Yeshua the Christ, Urak Kadesh, that which lives and rules and reigns inside my spirit, overshadowing my soul, overshadowing my body. I'm not at war. This is another aspect of living in grace, see? I'm living in grace, so therefore I'm holy because he said I was holy, not because I'm trying to become holy. He said I'm righteous, so I'm living in grace, not because I'm trying to be righteous. I'm living in righteousness because he who has called me has made me righteous. Of course, I long to walk uprightly before the Lord. I am not taking away from the value of you and I walking uprightly before the Lord. It will be an easier, better life for you. But I'm also not making that the rule of thumb for my righteousness because a man on a cross hung there and was beaten and was nailed to the cross and bearing the thorns and the whips on his back until he's mingled to the point they could not see my king, they could not see my savior, and he bore the sins of the earth, of the heavens, of the world, of eternity, and it cannot be tainted by humanity of my own flesh. It was too powerful. It was too glorious. It was too constant. He and he alone was the worthy one. And he now sits on the right hand of the Father and his blood covenant sits on the mercy seat as this light gases, looking like blood-like gases that Yahweh inhales daily before him the glory of his son who brought back the sons into right relationship to know him after his love, to know him after his love. Well, brother, if you teach us that, we're just going to get on out here and go do what you want. Some of you need to get out there and go do what you want. I mean, don't go too crazy because don't forget the flesh. (laughs) We'll call out to the flesh. But on the same hand, you don't need to be trying to put something on you that says, oh, this makes me righteous. No, Jesus makes you righteous. And out of that, you want to walk uprightly before the Lord. Jesus makes you holy. So out of that, you want to reflect the holiness that's inside of you. Holiness is a being, folks. It's not an action. Holiness is a gift. It's not something you obtain on your own accord. Just like salvation cannot be obtained on your own accord. And mercy and grace follow you all the days of your life, even in your natural. So many people listen to me around the world and have done things in their life many, many times. All one time was enough to shame them or scar them in their mind or their emotions or their will or the limitations of their thoughts of who they are before Yahweh. Or maybe they just don't like how they handled this current situation. There's someone right now I'm seeing in the spirit. You don't like how you're handling a situation when someone acts up around you and sometimes it irritates you. You know what? Just begin to laugh. That's what I feel, holy laughter. Holy laughter. Just I mean, don't go laugh in these people's face, but just begin to laugh inside. 
Laugh at the joy of the Lord is your strength because the joy of the Lord will give you strength to love that person when they are unlovable and forgive them when they need to be forgiven. Give the same grace that's given to you. I had an opportunity one time to judge something and judge someone and they were doing something that I didn't like, I thought it was wrong. And I thought for a second, what about the mercy and grace that's been on my life? Let me apply the mercy and grace on my life to this situation. Now, all of a sudden, their issue seemed like nothing to me. Because he that was given the mercy and grace of God should live a life of giving mercy and grace. That will win them to Christ. That will cover them and pull them in and still give them the opportunity to know Yahweh, Yahshua, Holy Ghost. That's the mercy of God. His grace is upon you that you can go in the heavenly realm. His grace is upon you that you can go sit in the mountain of the Lord. His grace is upon you that you can understand and receive your Hebrew living letter name just like mine. Sagimabe, Samat, Gogimo, Ayen, Bet Yod speaks out, Son of Light going into the heavens before the full supply of Yahweh, receiving the fullness of God. Now, everyone has a different name, just like I have a different name than you. And Yahweh's name is upon you. Whether you know it or not, it's already upon you. Just begin to engage Holy Spirit who showed you because he wants to show you, I sense your name. I sense your name. We Apostle Aaron taught us to go by um, this I don't want to say formula, but this rule of thought of gathering six letters out of the Hebrew living letters and that, that speak to you and then put them together, sound them out in your mind, what Yahweh's telling you. But you're not bound to six. I know some people with four. I know some people with eight or nine. It's what Yahweh tells you. But you want, must have a, a framework to work with. So this is what I'm telling you to do this, to begin to seek them. Begin to engage. Yahweh wants to give this to you. Oh, the Holy Ghost is on you. He's speaking to you. It's already in your heart. I see it already sitting in your heart, sitting on your throne. They're dancing. The Hebrew living letters are dancing on you. Just go dance with them and see what they'll say to you. Well, once again, this is Apostle Craig Wells. I love you so much. Share us with your friends. We're growing. We're in 90 countries now. I remember when we were only one country. We're in 90 countries now and growing. Share us with your neighbor next door or your friend around the world. And so we can join together as we engage Yahweh, Yeshua, and Holy Ghost, becoming more like him for what he made us to be. I love you so much. You are so beautiful. Shalom. Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And it just so happened I'm drinking out of my Hebrew living letter cup. I don't know. I'm an advocate of this. I don't know what it is. I love the Hebrew living letters. I'm not a scholar, you know, like Yanni or a scholar like Daniel Cook. But I'm telling you, I have an intimate relationship with the Hebrew living letters. And I would encourage you in your life to have a living letter <laughs> extravaganza. I mean, just jump on into the river by Holy Spirit, by the blood of the Lamb, and begin to engage those Hebrew living letters until they open up to you. Ask permission from Holy Spirit 
and then go into the depths of them as he shows you. Got to remember everything we teach, okay? I got over 800 podcasts on here. I don't know, 50 or 60 videos on my Patreon. I want to thank my Patreon people uh, for being part of our life. All you have to do is look, look it up or look on my website or, I'm sorry, on my Facebook. My website's being built on my Facebook about our Patreon. You can join our Patreon. People ask all the time, how can we trade into your ministry? Well, that's one of the ways on the Patreon because you get so many videos. And, um, and every month I try to add at least two new teachings of videos on that that would be life-changing if you engage them. It's, it's not the volume of them. Uh, it's you engaging them. So I encourage you to engage on my Patreon. I encourage you to engage on the things that Yahweh has for you because that's how you grow. You know, if I wasn't engaging the things that come out of Ian Clayton or Nancy Cohen or Justin Abraham or Apostle Aaron or any of them, uh, Daniel Cook, Gustav, I can go on and on through the list of people that Yahweh has used to influence my life. Um, and even names you don't know, the not big names, you know, like ours, um, they've changed my life. I, I, I don't know. I'm just going to go here because, um, you know, it's not in the power of the person as to say, you know, how high and mighty or lifted up we are. Um, we are worldwide preachers by the grace and mercy of Yahweh. Um, but on the same hand, I'll, I'll, I'll go to this. Once again, I've shared this before, but it's really worth listening to. I'm doing a funeral and um, in this funeral, um, it's full of Catholics. Now, Catholics, I grew up Catholic uh, for when I was a baby child and um, about as faithful as a Catholic could be in New Orleans. You can go figure that one out, right? And so um, I'll tell you how fun that is, all right? It's Mardi Gras time here, right? So you party and sin as much as you can and you get to Fat Tuesday and you really party and sin as much as you can. And then on Wednesday, you go to Ash Wednesday and repent. And so the, <laughs> it's um, that kind of Christians, uh, I guess, is what we were. Though that was my only image, see? And that was that, that's our only image because we have such a jaded view of look of the hearts of man. So I'm doing this Catholic um, funeral and this precious person that went home to be with the Lord. And the Holy Spirit's falling all over the place. And I'm seeing these three women, more than anyone, the Holy Spirit was on everybody. It was so amazing. But these three women, they must have been in their 80s. They were glowing with the glory of the Lord. And I can hear the Father say, look at my daughters. Now, he was talking about everyone, but he pinpointed these three for me. You could see the glory of the Lord. Now, all they knew was Catholicism. And he said, those are my daughters who I'm well pleased. Oh, I get chills every time I think about it. And I'm sharing that. So don't take your revelation to use it as a platform of separation, as a platform of judgment, or a platform that you know more and they don't. Everyone has the revelation that is put before them, and then it's up to them how they grow and how they develop. Yahweh already knew from the beginning who was going to be in the up here, who was going to be in this, who was going to, He is so faithful to himself. Did you hear what I just said? He is so faithful to himself. And it, it kind of goes along with what I felt to share today because I felt to share um, uh, about him being a way maker. And you say, well, well, what was that point? Well, let me share with you the point. The point is their hearts were so pure before Yahweh that the light of God set on them. The light of God engaged them. Oh, they only knew a little bit compared to what I would think I might know or you might know. But they knew my father. 
They knew Yeshua. They knew the Son. See, it's heart condition. God's bringing back to my memory. Um, what was it? A few months ago, when I met Captain. Oh God, what is his name? Well, he was in his upper seventies, I think, and he was evangelist, and he was more in what I would consider to be Baptist. Okay, he was more what I would consider to be Baptist. And I'm not knocking Catholics. I'm not knocking Baptists. I used to do that in the old age, and that was foolishness. If you knock somebody, you don't know what you're talking about because you don't know what you're always doing in their heart. You have no idea. This man, we're start talking, and I'm thinking, I'll be honest with you. I'm just like, oh, well, you know, this is some basic stuff. He's just sharing and sharing with me. And all of a sudden, he talks about how Jesus comes in his room and talks to him. And he starts having these encounters. <laughs> all my senses woke up then because I've had some of these encounters. And I'm like, wow, you know, you can't, you can't, listen, you can't judge nobody. You got to step out of the natural room, go into the spirit room. I saw this man heart open up and Jesus was sitting on the inside as King and Lord and God creator. Whew. So somebody just needed to hear that. So you, you don't really know what God is doing in someone's life, whether they walk out what we walk out, know what we know. Now you may be called to do what we do. I encourage you run with all you can. Run like, like Paul the Apostle. Grab the baton and run as fast as you can. Like the gingerbread man, right? Run, run, run as fast as you can. Why? Because I press on to the mark of the call of what? The high call within Christ Jesus. And everyone has a high call, but it's not the same. Though it's out of the same can kingdom, out of the same family. I know we want everyone to be exactly alike. Oh, if they were just like us, they could see. I used to think all that novice stuff too, before I walked in the heavens. I used to think that too. I was an apostle, which I still am, but I was an apostle out of the order of the fivefold ministry in the old age. And I used to think that, well, you know, we have the truth. Listen, you want all this, you want all this, you want all this. Then I went into the heavens and found out, oh, we know about one little raindrop fall. I, I, I always tell people I'm an infant in this thing. And so are most people. I haven't met too many people beyond an infant, though they can do great wonders and great things. Why? Because the capacity of Yahweh, the capacity of Yahweh is endless. The capacity of Yahweh. Think about it. In his belly is the creation. In his belly is the galaxies. I've seen this in the spirit. He is everything and he is a way maker. So once we get out of the natural realm and stop serving, you know, I, I love this and I, hopefully I'll get to be about he's a way maker. Maybe I'll get to that tomorrow. But I keep seeing this by the Spirit. It's like, you know, it's like we walk in, in God. We walk in the heavens. We walk in the earth. You can't dismiss walking in the earth because you walk in the heavens. I've met so many people through the years. My privilege of being a pastor for a long time and in ministry for a long time. And sometimes you meet people that they, they really want to do right. They really do. You know, they can quote a scripture out everything. Their conversations are full of scriptures. And I'm not saying their heart's not pure, but that's the limitations of what they're grabbing a hold of. And they can't touch the earth and they can't even enjoy the earth. If I told you how many people I've counseled that could not enjoy the earthly realm because they were under the old age of condemnation and all they thought about was everything was a sin or they couldn't take pleasure in intimacy with their spouse. I mean, I could tell you some crazy things, but I can't divulge that. But I'm telling you, this is what people go through trying to please their God because they don't know they pleased their God as soon as they woke up. Oh, come on, somebody. You pleased your God as soon as you woke up.
You please your God as soon as you sign on the dotted line on your scroll in heaven. And he said, I'll go, Yahweh. I'll go, Yahweh. We Think about this. What do you think? We were force-fed into the earth? We always talk about Jesus, and I will not take away nothing from my king. He's my savior. He's part of the Godhead. He's God, okay? And he had to make a choice to come. The father asked him to come, and Jesus said yes. Guess what? The father asked you to come, and you said yes. What a perspective. When I think about my life and some of the trials that I've been through in my life, I'm like, I signed up for this, Lord? He said, well, you know, you jaded that ride a little bit. <laughs> he said, but don't worry, son. Every human being jades the rod. And I knew that before they ever came. I'm not against it. I know I wrote a scroll for you. And I keep that scroll hidden in your heart. That's why the Bible says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. It's the limited natural view of that is the flesh view is I won't go do wrong. No, but the spirit view is thy word have I hid in my heart that I will not step out from you. Meaning that I will always be in alignment with you in my heart before you. In my heart before you. See, that's what Yahweh looks at. That is what he looks at. You have to be free from the religious bondage of walking to condemnation. Could you imagine? I got children. Could you imagine if every second of the day they were worried if I pleased them? They were worried if they were good enough. They were worried if they were whole enough, holiness enough. Or maybe the way maker part I'm talking about today is that Jesus Christ Yeshua is the way maker that makes you holy, that makes you righteous, that makes you pure that makes you his son, that calls you his own. And just like those three elderly women at that funeral, they had not an ounce of revelation about what I teach, but they knew my Jesus. And he was in love with them. And guess what? They were in love with him, and they had thrones in heavenly places. Huh? Go figure that one, right? Yahweh is truly the way maker, and he's the way maker for you. Well, listen, this week, I think I'll be talking about this in the next few days, be on the weekend, I guess, and just engage with it because Yahweh is your way maker. I feel this in my spirit. Somebody needs to hear this. Yahweh is your way maker. It doesn't matter if you're bound in what you would consider sin. It doesn't matter if you're bound in a horrible place you can't seem to get out of. It doesn't matter if you're bound by sickness, even to the place that you're bedridden. It doesn't matter if you're incapable of doing nothing. Yahweh can work in your heart and create heavens and earth. Yahweh can take you. <clears throat> I'll close with this. I had a attack against my back. This was a few years ago, uh, almost three years ago. And um, it was awful. And I can't, I pray for people so much that have back pain because that's just awful pain. And um, I could not move. And I actually was bedridden for three weeks. And my mind began to lie to me. Oh, look, you're, you're done. You're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to do that. And <clears throat> I was getting frustrated. I'm going to be honest with you. The first few days, it was beating me up. And I just went into the heavens. And the Lord's like, you don't need a body to serve me. You don't need a body to create heavens. You don't need a body to preach the gospel. You don't need a body to fulfill your scroll. And so I began to see the way maker again talk to me and begin to build faith in me. And I just begin to engage Yahweh and do as much as I could and everything I would in the heavenly realm as I always did, even though I was in excruciating pain. I remember Gustav had to come visit me in bed. People had to come visit me. Everyone had to come in my bedroom. It's a party, right? I'm just laid out. It was for me, embarrassing and awful. 
but it was inglorious because you don't need your situation to stop who you are for you are first a spirit being. First, a spirit being. I put something on Facebook the other day about rejoicing the Lord, engaging the Lord, and, and someone put on there, well, how can I? Uh, I'm an invalid or something like that. That's how you can. That's how you can. Right in the midst of your pain, right in the midst of what the flesh is telling you, raise your frequency, engage the love, light, and the Zoe life of Yahweh through the blood covenant of Yeshua the Christ over you and your cells every day until your cells are glowing with the authority and the light and the glory of Yahweh through Christ Yeshua. Well, once again, this is Sigima Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful like the stars above. Shalom.